Blog Talk Radio.
Peace. 
Father God, thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what God says, the Lord. I thank you, God, for everybody that's represented here tonight on the phone lines, God. I thank you for everybody that's represented here tonight online. Listen to the podcast, Lord God. Listen to Twitter or to Facebook, God. Or they're on Block Talk Radio itself, God, on the page, Block Talk Radio dot com slash prolific fire. However they're listening on tonight, however they're listening on next week, next month, whenever they're listening, God, I thank you for blessing them. Blessing them the way that you wanted them to be blessed on tonight, God. In the name of Jesus. You get the glory out of tonight. Tonight, prolific fire is eleven years old and it's because of you. Therefore we give you extra glory on tonight. Extra praise and extra worship Because that second song I had to play it Twice because it was so good To my spirit I played it twice For you to get the glory out of it To God be the glory Welcome, welcome, special edition of Prolific Fire, everybody. Thank you for tuning in Whenever you're tuning in Wherever you're tuning in from Thank you so much As I always say I pray that the word of the Lord Will be a blessing unto you But especially tonight now let's get right into it. The foundational text comes from Psalms 30, verse 5. Psalms 30, verse 5, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Psalms 30, verse 5, from the New King James Version. It says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Now, the more I meditate on this scripture, one word keeps coming up in my spirit. And that one word is seasons. That one word is seasons. Weeping carries with it a season. Carries with it a season. Think about it. You know I like to make you think on politifier. If you've been around for any good length of time, you know I like to make you think on politifier. And if you're new, I like to make you think on politifier. So think about it. 
The Bible says Jesus wept. The Bible says in John 11, verse 35, Jesus wept. But it does not say, remember, I taught you on prolific fire to not just read what the Bible says, but also check out what it does not say, because you can learn from both sides. You can learn from what it does say and from what it does not say. The Bible says that Jesus Jesus wept in John 11, verse 35, but it does not say he was in a constant state of weeping, but it does not say that he was in a constant state of weeping, meaning he wasn't always weeping, meaning he wasn't always weeping. He didn't always feel the way he felt in that moment. And you know what? Neither will you. I mean, you will still have the memory of it, but God is delivering you from the pain of it. Whatever you're weeping and crying and upset about, angry about, still have the memory of it, but God is delivering you from the pain of it. Somebody receive it. You will still remember it. You will still have the memory of it, but God is delivering you from the pain of it. You won't always feel like you feel right now. You won't always be sad. You won't always be angry. You won't always feel the pain of discouragement. Somewhere in the midst of weeping, there will be joy. The scripture promises. Somewhere in the midst of weeping, there will be joy. Tonight's foundation of, foundation of scripture promises. Foundation of text promises. Somewhere in the midst of weeping, there will be joy. Somewhere in the midst of anger, there will be calmness. And somewhere in the midst of discouragement, you know what? There will be a reason to hope again. There will be a reason for you to hope again. There will be a that song trying to play again. There will be a reason for you to hope again. Hear me. The same way your emotions shifted and caused your feelings to change for that person. Prophesy that your feelings will change about that person. The same way your emotions shifted and caused your feelings to change for that person. I prophesy that your feelings will change about that person. Your perspective about it all is changing. Your perspective about it all is changing. Deliverance is happening. Deliverance is happening. Somebody receive it. God is birthing our deliverance. Nine being the number of birthing. In this ninth in this ninth month, on the ninth day of September, God is birthing out your deliverance. God is birthing out your deliverance. You see, you thought your deliverance would come, thought you would feel better when you got in that relationship. No, 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 no. You thought you would feel better when you started making more money. That's also a no-no. And when it didn't happen the way that you thought it would happen, you got discouraged. Somebody else like Naaman, you got angry when it didn't happen the way that you thought it should. You see, in 2 Kings 5, the Bible says that Naaman went away angry and said, I thought, that's what messed him up, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God. 
wave his hands over the spot and cure me of leprosy. That's what he wanted to happen for him to be cured of leprosy. But it didn't happen like that. Are not Abana and Parfer, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could not wash in them and be cleansed. So he turned and went off in a rage. That's 2 Kings 5, 11 and 12. But uh, sometimes it's your own thoughts that, that will mess you up. Sometimes it's, it's your own thoughts that will mess you up. That's what messed Naaman up, and he almost missed his healing because it didn't come the way he thought it would. Your deliverance comes from God. It may not come the way you want it to come, but your deliverance comes from God, not people and not money. The Bible says, for the Lord come, the Bible says, from the Lord comes deliverance. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people tonight, Lord. Psalms 3 and 8, NIV. It doesn't matter. See, it doesn't matter how you thought it would come. Just know that it's happening. That's all you need to know tonight is that it's happening. It don't matter how you thought it would come. Deliverance is happening. That's the title of tonight's message. Deliverance is happening. Stop fighting your own progress just because it don't look like progress to you. What doesn't look like progress to you is still progress to God. So stop looking at what doesn't look like progress to you and fighting it. You looking and fighting it. Stop fighting your own progress just because it doesn't look like progress to you. For some of you, deliverance will come gradually. It won't come overnight and all at once. It will come gradually. You will notice a change in your thought pattern. You're no longer looking back and getting stuck in time like Lot's wife in Genesis 19, who turned, she turned and was looking back, thinking back, remembering the past, remembering the life she had had there. She turned back, she looked back, and she got turned into a pillar of salt. But now you. You're finally able to look towards the future. You're finally able, after everything you've been through, you're finally able to look towards the future. Don't you know that is God's way of delivering you gradually? When that thing that used to bother you used to make you upset, you can look upon it, and you're not upset. You remember it, but you're not affected by it. That is God's way of delivering you. Somebody you will not miss out on your future. You will not miss out on your future because of your past. Deliverance is happening. Again, deliverance is happening. Somebody, you will notice a change in your appetite. Some of you, you will notice a change in your appetite. You will no no longer crave the things that help feed into the very things you're seeking deliverance from. The very things that you need deliverance from, those are the things that you will no, no longer desire. You will no longer crave the things that got you in the situation that you're currently in. The Bible tells us to cut off, to pluck out the very things that causes us to sin. The Bible tells us to cut off, to pluck out, if need be, the very things that causes us to sin. That's Matthew 18, verse 7 through 9, NIV. 
And tonight, you know what? God is not waiting on you to do it. God is doing the cutting off. God, God is doing the plucking out for you so that you will be mentally fit going into the new year. He's doing the cutting off and the plucking out so that you will mentally so that you will be mentally fit going into the new year. You see on the Hebraic calendar, the new year, 5784, begins on Friday, September the 15th. 5784 symbolizes a time to cross over and ascend to new heights. It is also considered a year of the open doors, a time for fresh revelation and encounter with God. And everyone who God has placed on the sound of my voice tonight, on this 11th year of prolific fire, you need to know that your first encounter with God would be deliverance. Remember, I just said that 5784 would be a time of fresh revelation and encounter with God, where your first encounter with God will be deliverance. How can you ascend to new heights in this new year? How can you say you are ready for the, for the new doors, the doors God is opening for his people in this in this new year? How can you say that when you're still carrying unresolved issues in your spirit? Somebody, how can you say that, that you're ready for the new doors, that you're ready to ascend, that you're ready to experience this new year when you're still carrying unresolved issues in your spirit? In Jonah chapter 1, in order for the sailors to physically get to their destination, they had to release some cargo. And they even had to physically release Jonah, who was on the ship with them. They threw him overboard. My point being, in order to get to the destination God has for you in this new year, 5784, in order to be in position to go through the new doors, God is open, the new doors that's coming, you need to release some things. You need to do like the sailors did in Jonah 1. You need to release some things. And you even need to release some people. And somebody, you even need to release some people, not just things, but you need to release some people. Whether the issues get resolved or not, whether the issues get resolved or not, get resolved or not, you need to stop carrying the weight of what happened in your spirit. Whether it get resolved or not, you need to stop carrying the weight of what happened in your spirit and release it. Release them. Release it and release them. Deliverance is happening. Now let it happen. Let it happen. Don't get in the way of God tonight. Let it happen. Open up your spirit and and release stuff. Start calling out some stuff. Start calling out some people's name and release them. Father God, get to the root of every issue that has been hidden. buried within the spirit, but heavy on the mind of your people. Uproot everything you yourself did not plant in them and replace it with your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. The scripture reference for the prayer is Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and also Matthew 15, verse 13, NIV. Deliverance is happening, y'all. Receive it. Deliverance is happening. Let it happen. Deliverance is happening. I decree it and declare it. Well, I pray this word has blessed you. 
You know I like to be respectful of your time. This is all God gave me for tonight. And I pray that you receive it, that you that, that you let your deliverance happen, that you don't get in the way of God, and that you don't begin to think that it should happen a certain way. You are not God. You can't tell him how to do it. Just receive him when he does it because he's going to do it. Again, I pray that this word blessed you. Thank you, each and every one of you, for being a part of the 11 years of, prolific, of Prolifify of this ministry. Whenever you came on board and whatever year during the 11 years, I thank you for being a part of this ministry. And I want you to know that greater is still to come. Greater is still to come. To God be the glory. If you feel led to sow, only if you feel led to sow, you can go to the ministry's, ministry's website, prolificfire.com. Also, you can send in your prayer request at prolificfire.com. You can sow and send in your prayer request. How about that? Also, you can use the cash app. It's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, Prolific Fire. Written all together, the PN Prolific is capital, the F and Fire is capital. Or you can go to paypal.me slash prolificfire and so, but only if you feel led to. And I pray over you right now that the Lord we give you back 3600 fold according to your faith, be it unto you and whatever you needed the most. That's for those of you who are sowing and for those of you who have sowed in the past. Thank you so much. I want you to know that I will be back on, back on live. This Monday night, 9-11, September 11, this Monday night, same time as usual, call in with the same number you've been calling in. Tune in because the Lord has another word coming up for this Monday. So these words are almost coming back to back, but we give God glory for it all. So tune in. Prolific Fire, remember the vision statement for this ministry is Prolific Fire, seeking to help you where you hurt, which simply means we deal with real issues using the Bible as a reference. Eleven years grown, so God be the glory. Amen. And I'm out until Monday night. See you then.